Welcome everyone to the Battle Cats podcast. This is episode 54 and I'm Caleb Peng. And I know usually it's Psionic that does these intros, um, but Psionic uh, will be uh, uh, passing the, the baton to me, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, he is going to be taking a break from the Battle Cats podcast. Um, so I will be I'll be leading these intros for the show for a little bit. But... We cannot do a solo, so um, I want to welcome you all to my newest co-host, and for those many of you are probably familiar with, um, well, especially if you're watching any of the uh, Play Pokemon tournaments, uh, if you haven't, then you've been living probably under a rock, um, but the newest co-host is none, none other than Will Dumphy, aka Speedish Chief 2. Welcome in. Hey, Caleb. I am so honored and happy to be here. Uh, again, like Caleb said, Zionic is incredible. I'm not going to attempt to fill any shoes. Uh, those are big shoes to fill, uh, but I will try to drop some booms here and there as we go through these <laughs> these topics. Um, I love the Battle Cats podcast. Huge fan. Uh, I'm listening to you guys. It's always good to hear a lot of good PvP perspectives because I think that's a bit underserved, and I'm going to try to bring all my insights and, uh, and good vibes to each of these. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for those that maybe for some reason, if they don't know you, you want to share just like a little brief intro about like who you are, how you're involved in this community. Well, there's, there's a lot of you have a long resume, so <laughs> just cover the big points, I think. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I won't bore you too much. Uh, so Speedy's Chief 2 is my in-game name. I got started in Sylph Season 1. Uh, Sylph Season 2, I had a really good time. Uh, I was uh, very fortunate, very lucky. was able to win regionals in Tampa, uh, go to North American Continentals uh, and place top 8 there, go to North American Finals and sweep North American Finals, and then go to Worlds and face off against the other Continental Champions and beat those uh, those gentlemen as well. So Season 2 of Sylph was awesome for me. Um, it's just been an experience I'll never forget. Uh, in terms of content, I've done YouTube, but after Sylph Season 2, I got a lot of encouragement from a lot of friends to go into streaming on Twitch. And I started to do my battles on Twitch and was just very, very lucky there again as well uh, to have a lot of people come out and show their support and just be in the chat and try to see what some of the strategies are. And admittedly, they're not always great. I tend to shield power-up punches. That's one of my, uh, one of my favorite things to do, uh, unintentionally, of course. And um, <laughs> it's been a great ride. I mean, from Twitch, I was able to kind of uh, gain more exposure, try to grow viewership and get more people on board in a friendly, collaborative environment. Uh, was I actually appeared on Twitch Rivals with my co-host here, Caleb Ping. What That's an right. incredible experience that was. <laughs> we tied and won and the battles too, I remember. <laughs> Dude, sweatiest games. I mean, that's like <laughs> that's like a gauntlet, right? You yeah. see Caleb Ping on the other side, you're like, oh my goodness. I had to battle you right after King too. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like it's yeah. gonna be a long night. Every set was like the fight of our lives. Mm -hmm. But um, and at the same time, our teammates were like, wait, what do I do here? Do I throw discharge or lunge? <laughs> yeah, you know. So good. But uh, Caleb and I have been through that. And then uh, Caleb, you might agree. I kind of credit Twitch as helping us to. Uh, be found by Pokemon as well. Mm -hmm. And again, the, the distinction, we're going to talk about this a lot, I'm sure, over the, the coming days, but there's a distinction between Niantic and the Pokemon company. So we have a great relationship with Niantic, but with the Pokemon company, we were contacted to cast these tournaments. And for me, Caleb, that's always been my dream. So right mm -hmm. now, you and I are living the dream, and I'm just really grateful and really happy about it. Yeah, no, it's definitely living the dream here. I mean, 
I just got back from the Milwaukee Regionals and you casted the Indianapolis and Vancouver Regionals on top of the Europe International Championships. And that was the first one I did too. And this week, this weekend, literally tomorrow, we're filming this on a Wednesday, but tomorrow, Thursday, we're both flying out really early flights to Columbus, Ohio to cast the North America International Championships. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't get better than this, I think. And um, I mean, I'm really glad that this was a long-term dream of yours and it's coming to fruition. I think for me personally, I it wasn't, I, I told Speed this before, it wasn't like my personal original goal, but I think the more I'm doing, I'm like, dude, this is this is amazing. This is incredible. I think I used to be, always be the kind of guy of like, no, I want to be the world champion. I want to be the top and the best of the best, you know, like the, the, like the whole Ash Ketchum motto. Uh, yeah. But I think looking more on it, like the casting stuff and the content creation stuff has brought me kind of newfound levels of joy. Um, and, you know, there's definitely stress for it, but it's not the same kind of stress I feel like. You know, I feel like if I go to – if I compete at Columbus this weekend – and I just get swept in the first two rounds, <laughs> or like I, I don't, I don't perform how I want to. And honestly, I think my personal expectations are a little, little high. So I think if I just don't reach a threshold I want to, I, I just, I'll just feel miserable for that weekend, right? Maybe afterward. Whereas casting, you know, it's a little stressful, but it's a lot of fun casting and all these hype battles and meeting different people and all that stuff. And it's, it's kind of just like a win-win situation. I feel like. Well, oh yeah, don't get it wrong, uh, everyone who's listening. Caleb is one of the the most competitive people <laughs> I've ever, I've ever met. I still remember seeing you for the first time in person in Orlando yeah. at the mega tournament. 2020, and January. 20 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I saw you online. I saw your profile pictures. I might see you like on a YouTube video when you're talking about your teams. Mm -hmm. But seeing you in person, I'm telling you, if you saw Caleb that weekend, you would think he was like on a mission this guy looks so <laughs> serious he's so intimidating did i oh. i don't think i don't think i talked to you all weekend we I talked we talked briefly um oh, it was dude, during the term was it was like the one of the early rounds because i think because you didn't i didn't know what you look like because back then you used to do your youtube videos with which is the voice right yeah um so i didn't know what you look like i didn't know what purple kyogre looked like there's a lot of people i just didn't know what they look like in person and i think i met purple kyogre there too but i remember i think you had you had the shirt on or you had like a speedy cheap pin maybe it's a shirt yeah, um, you're right. It was yeah. a shirt. Yeah, you had a shirt. And I was just like, wait, you're, you're speediest chief, right? Because I was like, I, I, I know the logo. Um, but like, I wasn't sure if it was you. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Or, or, or maybe you introduced me first and then I click, it clicks. I saw the shirt or logo. But um, yeah, I think we talked brief, briefly then during the tournament. But um, I don't think we talked much after that. Because I don't, mm -hmm. uh, we went to like Dave and Buster's for dinner that night. I don't know where you all went, if you were in the same area or not. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I do remember. I, I definitely, I think that I approached you first. I think mm -hmm. you were uh, talking with some friends. And again, like like you said, not a whole lot of facial recognition because I wasn't doing face cam at yeah, the yeah. time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've got a face made for radio. As <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would not. If you say the Cassie, I was, this is, he's a very handsome man. I think uh, you, you've got a you've got a voice for a podcast. I was, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, yeah. I, you have a I great voice. <laughs> yeah, That's really kind. Uh, but no, um. Yeah, it was it was just an intense weekend, and I know a lot of people haven't seen me do my battles off stream or not in public. Mm -hmm. But man, if something goes wrong, like if if you know there's some kind of uh, mistake I make, or if like something is inc inconsistent, I am like liable to lose my mind as well. So mm -hmm. circling back to that point, like Caleb and I are both really competitive, but 
uh, personally for me, I've always seen myself as someone who creates content, guides other people. Uh, you can probably attest to this, Caleb. I think my number one goal right now is to help build and grow the community. Mm -hmm. I want more people playing. I want more battlers. I want uh, this thing to be real because if we're going to be casters, if we're going to try to do this for the upcoming few, you know, foreseeable future for a few years, we need this game to grow. And that's like my number one objective right now. Yeah. You know, honestly, like I always get excited when I meet people like outside the community that say they play Pokemon Go, right? Or they've been playing yeah. since day one. Because they're just like, oh, like, you know, like, you know, you, you understand the grind and you know, like, you understand, like, all the little things that keeps you going and enjoying the game. And I think um, PvP is also, like, a subset of that that if people also enjoy, too, it's, like, you know, makes the game, you know, even more enjoyable. Because I think the, the overall game itself will probably be very popular for quite a while, right? But I think PvP itself, that's something that I think... Uh, I put a lot of onus on myself and I think other content creators do as well on like doing their best to make it um, as good as possible because, um, mm -hmm. yeah, because, uh, you know, it's it's part of the game that we enjoy and the more people that play it, the better, you know, I don't think, I don't think anyone enjoys playing a game where there's like no one around. Um, We'd also yeah. be making a podcast to like five people at that point if that was the case. But <laughs> well, you know. uh, you're gonna hear me say this all, all the time. But Pokemon Go has always been community oriented. Uh -huh. We shiny hunt together. We play events together. We get out together at our in-person tournaments. Uh, that was just was such a unique experience for me. Where you might go to like a, a Super Smash Brothers tournament and someone might throw a crab at you if you lose. Or if like uh, that was a hungry box reference for anyone that's listening. <laughs> uh, or you go to you know a, a FPS tournament and someone laughs at you when you lose. It's not that feeling at all. It's mm -hmm. always so collaborative. You can talk about win conditions. You can kind of share the experience together, and it's always really good vibes. So I think this is something unique that we should protect and try to improve. But Caleb, there's a lot going on in the game. I know a lot of people are probably sick of hearing about me. Um, <laughs> What should we, what should we explore first? Well, I was going to say another really cool aspect of these regionals or like in-person events too is the trades too. Because you could trade with people, especially if you're like new low-level friendship. Um, I got a rank, I think a rank 36 or rank 40 Ultra League Reggie Seal for Pranav this past weekend at Milwaukee. From Pranav? Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we were trading. And I think I gave, when we, I was trading him a, like a Grass Knot Cresselia and it hit like, 14 like 90 something like without even powering up he's like oh i just got my great league crest i was like wow that's awesome um and you're doing like and he gave, he had a bunch of like um yamas and i i need a good kofa grigas for ultra league and i don't have a good spread yet and he gave me like a hundo yamas too and some other random stuff so <laughs> it was cool just to do like trades with people too so i think that's a really cool part because you get to keep kind of like a memento of like you know meeting people in person too because you you have that thing to hold on to from trades and i was like trading with like mark sun which one of the other casters as well and he he got a lot of good stuff too which was kind of cool um no i love i love that point because yeah. during the past couple of years uh, i remember especially in tampa i maxed out my friendship with all of my locals mm -hmm. because you know we raided together we saw each other i remember especially at the height of the pandemic like sitting in my car and having another car pull up to me and we neither of us rolled down our windows or anything <laughs> we just looked at each other gave each other the thumbs up yeah the thumbs up and just like yeah hop in the trade screen yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and just do our trades so uh -huh. when you go to these events you get to meet these people that have flown from all over the country and outside of the country and you get those distance trades easily but you also get like low level friendship mm -hmm. which is so important for pvp but yep. it doesn't feel like it's that important for pve because 
generally you want the strongest Pokemon for gyms or raids or whatever. So the lucky trades are ideal, but mm-hmm. for PVP players, we're like always taking that extra step to get like the best resources. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, for those listening, you're probably the PVP inclined kind of player. So, you know, for you, you, you all get the grind too. And honestly, also with, with, COVID and everything too there's been way less travel so I haven't seen a lot of people from other areas as much like the last time I saw King was in Orlando of 2020 that same weekend right uh in January and so I was like dude I have a lucky trade with King and King reached out to me last night he's like hey uh you want to do a lucky trade in Columbus I was like oh yeah for sure um so we're going to swatch swap uh Patrick Reese which is kind of cool I, I figured he might already have a hundred or one made because he's in Canada but I guess not so I was like hey I'll take a I'll try to go re-roll Patrick Reese for a hundo but um yeah, but yeah, it's cool. I, so I, I yeah, even whole, with all the lucky trades, yeah. Sorry, I, oh, I have no, a whole ahead. tag in my bag that is called PVP reroll. Ah, uh, uh, that's Zap Zapkin, and Reggie Steele, uh-huh. uh, Tapu Fini. So if you're listening to the Battle Cats podcast and you happen to be uh, in Ohio, uh, if this is you know released and mm-hmm. you hear this and you want to meet up and do some rerolls, hit me up. Yeah. Um, and I would say hit up Speedy before me because I went through a lot of my rerolls in Milwaukee this past <laughs> weekend. So I'm actually pretty low on stuff. But um, if you need Carnivines, let me know because I have like a hundred and something Carnivines because I just hoarded all of them from Atlanta before moving to LA. Um, we actually have a lucky trade too. So we got to remember to do that because we, we had one <laughs> when we're in Germany together. We just did not do it. <laughs> but <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Um, wait, Hungrybox, someone threw a crab at Hungrybox? Is that what you said? Yeah. Anything? So it's it's this really like they've really memed it, but he's one of the one of the biggest Smash Brothers players of all time. Mm-hmm. And their story is actually very similar to the Pokemon Go story because for years uh, they did it a lot longer than we did, probably twice as long. Mm-hmm. But for years they just had grassroots tournaments and there yep. were huge turnouts. There was uh prize money, there was a lot of uh organizational resources that went into it. And this guy was just incredible in the grassroots tournament circuit, and he was uh, fighting against one player. I can't remember who his opponent was, but I remember watching this documentary. He's battling against this guy, and I think he he wins a match, and he stands up, and he, like, you know, pumps his fist to the crowd, and, like, the crowd goes crazy, and he sits back down, and then from left corner of the camera, a crab just, like, flies onto the screen and hits him in the back. A live crab? No, no, no. It's it was like from uh, from a grocery store or something. Oh yeah, but, sorry, but it was it was it was like a real crab. It wasn't like a plushie or anything, right? No, it was real. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, Who's carrying a crab into the, the bro, venue? I know. That's, I know. That'll start smelling stuff? bad too, unless you have like in a cooler. Like that's so weird. Dude, I, I'll I'll try to send you the link, but like it's yeah. it's a super famous thing that they mean. Like they have little skits where like Hungry Box walk into a room and like turn on the light, and there's like a giant, there's like a guy <laughs> standing in a crab costume in there, like just really funny stuff. But, did they uh, ever catch the guy that threw it, or like I I, I assume so, right? I don't just, think they did actually. Wow, you know, honestly, yeah. if I ever make it that big where I have a hater throwing a crab at me, like I'll take it as a sign of like I made it. You know, if you got haters <laughs> throwing crabs at you, like. You're doing something right, right? So I know, right? Like somebody has to be really mad to give up their, you know, their soft boiled king crab. That yeah. They <laughs> imagine like security, like door check, because a lot of these venues they have like security guards looking through your back. Like imagine they go and they just like look at this guy and he has like a crab in his bag. <laughs> like he just let the guy go, like with the crab. That's kind of <laughs> crazy, but that's right? hilarious. Like, okay, just don't worry, just a regular. Crab. I'm definitely looking that up. Did you watch the Super Smash documentary, like the the YouTube documentary? It was like a nine part series or something. I don't think I watched that. I watched a video on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it was it was on YouTube. It was like a long, like nine part series on YouTube. I don't know if you saw that one. Okay, 
Um, uh, I can't say if I have. I, I think okay. I watched a, a Hungry Box documentary. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. This one was just on like the history of Smash. Um, so it might have mm. came out a little before the Hungry Box one, if I were to guess. But this one came out like still like way after like uh the game's been out for a while. But they detailed like a lot of the early stuff, and th- there was a lot of highlights of um Ken, uh, Seth Rockin or Liquid Ken, uh, who's oh, actually yeah, a poker player. Ken. Yeah, yeah. So because I remember I watched that, and then I remember I watched that, and then I found out he plays uh. Pogo and I was like, what? And so I hopped in the stream and he was like, he's like, hey, I seen your videos before. I was like, really? You saw my videos? And then we chatted <laughs> and uh we we met up in LA when I was visiting last year. He was super nice. I actually should hit him up soon because um I'm now like in the same area. So You're a local. But, yeah, I'm a local. But he was super nice. He like showed me around and everything and like he's he's a really nice guy. Um and yeah, a very I- accomplished guy too, on top of that. that and that's wild guy. as well. So so for example, in I believe it was, uh, I believe it was Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, a battler I had not met before. They aren't very active in Sylph. I didn't really recognize their handle. But this gentleman comes up to me. Uh, I actually walked around to the crowd to watch some of the battles during one of my breaks. And this gentleman approaches me and he's like, hey, Speedy, I know you have no clue who I am, but I just want to say that sometimes I'm in your chat. I don't talk very much, but I enjoy your content. I enjoy your battles and you've like helped me improve a lot. And hearing someone like liquid ken say oh yeah i watched caleb ping videos mm-hmm. but you have no idea right yeah we have i think we have a bigger reach than we we you know assume that we might mm-hmm. and it's really crazy to see like some of these effects play out and it's extremely humbling yeah like i don't know how else to describe it besides humbling yeah yeah definitely i i think um one thing i will say because i got this a little bit of that in milwaukee um, I will say if you're not like a big streamer, you don't know this person you're saying or the content creator you're saying to very well, like they don't know you exactly. Um, definitely always introduce yourself. Like say you're like Discord name. Yeah, just say your Discord name or like or your username because because if you don't if you say your real name, that like, I'm like, I don't know who Mike is, right? But um because sometimes it'll be like, hey, like and it feels really awkward for us and maybe we should be better. I don't know how to approach it, but sometimes I just want to know like I, I want to say, like, the most blunt way to say it, I just want to say is, like, who are you? <laughs> like, like as in, like, like what's your name, right? Because like, cause they'll come up to me, like, hey, it's so good to see you, and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll see you around. I'll just, like, I watch all your videos and stuff. I'm, like, cool. Like, I, maybe we've interacted before on my Twitch chat or in my YouTube comments or through Discord, right? But, like, like yeah. sometimes I just don't know. Like, I remember I was um talking to, uh it was at Milwaukee, and we're walking on the venue on the last day, and... We're chatting with this guy for a while. He's like, oh, I've been like, you know, he's talking to Mark Song because he knows Mark Song a lot. He's like, hey, I watch all your YouTube videos too, Caleb. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And when we walk out, I was just like, it was too late by then because we were like 10, 15 minutes in the combo. And I walk out, I was like, Mark, who was that? He's like, oh, that's Pirate King Pogo. Like, you know, the guy that's like on Twitch, right? He's like, oh, like, welcome in. Like, what does he say? Like, like. Oi mate or yeah yeah yes hello kings and queens of high seas. I met him right, and he's a cool dude. But like, I had no idea it was him, right? Um. And so, because the thing is, like, I don't, I don't think he streams. If he does, I might have not seen him. But like, mm. it's, especially for if you, if you're one of those people that like your face is not out there a lot, just say, you know, just introduce yourself. So, because there's introduce yourselves like with your name, right? Because there's a chance that there's a good chance that the content creators do know you by name, but they just might not recognize your face yet, right? Because it's the first time they're meeting you. And PP yeah. is like a small. It's still like a fairly small community, all things considered, in in the Pogo sphere. So. If you interact with people on Twitch or on YouTube and stuff like that, there's a good chance we'll know you. So, 
no and it's more to like protect us right because we mm -hmm. want to connect we are incredibly grateful and humbled we want to connect and be like yeah. oh yeah that was pirate king aka yeah. you know jim but mm -hmm. it's super hard for us because like we might be recognizable to some but it again like our we have bird brains especially when we're casting <laughs> yeah right? uh-huh so yeah. many things we're thinking about yeah. and we want so desperately to be like yo it was so great great to meet you uh susan or whatever your name mm -hmm. is it was so great to meet you and like just have that connection but it's easier for us if you use your your in-game name or your discord yeah. name mm -hmm. and that's different from like regular vgc because even for us casting uh for example at euic if you remember all the names for the players were on the team sheets were organized by their real names and we were like this doesn't help us we need you know <laughs> yeah. we need proximus maximus 37 or whatever like <laughs> we need the trainer names mm -hmm. yeah uh, speaking of vgc um which you know stands for video game uh championships i think right um it's, it's essentially the main series game uh or a lot of people just call it vg but um i don't think i told you this oh i might have told you this in our florida chat but um yeah but i'll just share it with the podcast you because it's funny first day of milwaukee we walk in right uh, or the saturday first day of competition it was me yeah. it was mark's son irl um who's an Asian guy, uh, a little bit older, a little bit shorter than me. It's it's relevant for this, this story. And then <laughs> Alpha Phoebe, right? The three of us walk in, the th three of the four casters. Butters was, I think he was taking Uber because he, he, uh, he was on crutches. So he's a little bit later. But we walk in, and right when we walk in, some guy, he's like, hey, Aaron, like, big fan of your videos. I like your videos a lot. No. Yeah. God. And I was just like, and so like, I, I and, and I just stared at him, right? And and I the the thing is this guy was dead serious and took me a wait second to process, is I didn't know I didn't want to be rude and be like I'm not Aaron so I was just like I eventually was like oh okay right and that's it which is also like not a great thing to say like if someone came up to me and be like Caleb I'm a big fan of your videos and stuff imagine if I just respond with like oh okay and just walk away right but like I didn't know what to say because I was like I'm not Aaron right and he's thinking about Aaron Zhang who's also known as Cybertron, is it Cybertron right I, yes I think Cybertron. Cybertron on um. Uh, in the VGC community, the main series game community, very well known player. Uh, he went to Worlds. He's like he's been playing since like ten years old, um, and now he's he's like one of the biggest casters for uh, the game series as well. And he was actually a caster at this event, right? So it wasn't the weirdest thing. But I'm pretty sure he mistook either me or Mark for Aaron. It was unclear yes. who, right? Because um, you know it could have been either of the Asian guys there. But I was just like, huh. Okay, well, that happened. So I go backstage, whoever, and like, you know, it's a few hours into the event, day one, and one of the judges comes backstage. I, th I don't know if he was from the trading card game or the main series game, but he comes back. Uh, he just goes backstage. And he's like, hey, like, like Aaron, could you sign my card? Right? And it no, was like, a, it, was a, it was yeah, it was a Pokemon card with a bunch of other like casters or like famous people's signatures, right? Or whatever. I'm sure like had like Wolfie's signature on there and some other people. Yeah. And I legit was just like, at this point, I was like, I can't just like just sign someone's autograph. Right? I can't pretend now. <laughs> so I just told him, I was just like, oh, um, sorry, I'm not, I'm not Aaron. And you, this guy was like super embarrassed. Like I was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Like I, I, I thought you were Aaron. I was like, it's okay. I was like. And then he, and I think he felt bad. So he's like, well, I mean, I can still take your autograph. I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. So I, I'm writing my signature on the back of this Pokemon card that has like a bunch of other like people's signature that he knows on there. And I'm sitting there writing it. I'm like, dude, he's literally getting someone he doesn't even know their signature on this card that he's probably going to like have as like a memorabilia for a while. 
and uh, as I'm signing it, I was like, he doesn't even know my name. So I, I, so I was just like, hey, um, by the way, my name's Caleb. And he's like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And I was just like, dude, like, this guy really asked for a guy's signature. Doesn't even know who this, who this guy is. And that's, that's me, right? And I was just like, dude, yeah. what is going on? A few it's hours like, later than that. No, it doesn't end yeah. there. Oh, my God. I'm walking okay. to the bathroom. And I, he, I see from the corner of my eye, this guy yelling. He's like, hey, hey, Aaron, Aaron. And I just like, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I just pretend I don't hear him. I just keep walking. I, I don't make eye contact with him. I just keep going to the bathroom. He doesn't follow me into the bathroom, obviously, right? And I'm thinking, okay, worst case scenario, maybe best case scenario is he realizes maybe it wasn't Aaron, right? But I'm thinking there's a better likelihood that he still thinks it's Aaron and just didn't hear. And Aaron is just like ignored him or something like that. And I'm thinking, yeah. okay, well... If he's going to get mad at anyone, it's going to be—he's going to be mad at Aaron, not me. So, like, it's okay. I'll—I'll I'll let that one slide, right? I can only do so much there. And it's funny because Aaron's actually at the event. So when I went, because I never met Aaron before, because he wasn't at Germany. So I go yeah. to him. I was like, "Hey, I'm Caleb," and stuff like that. And like he was sitting with Necker, and we're talking. And I was like, "Hey, funny story, Aaron. Um, it's happened three times today that someone thought it was me. Yeah, I was you." And he's like, "What?" And like him and Necker are laughing about it and stuff too. Necker's a big, you know, caster for uh vg um yeah. and also you know she's done twitch rivals and hosted pokemon go oh wait you didn't even talk about how you host gbla right go battle league arena no no oh yeah 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 so speed chief i'm sure i mean if y'all seen this stuff he also is the host of go battle league arena which is like a weekly like top uh top eight i think leaderboards of gbl like duke it out every week for like some prize money and this whole championship and then, anyway Makes a lot of yeah. great contests. So definitely check out Speedy's stuff. Um, I'll I'll link it in the description for the podcast as well too. But anyway, so she's a part of that. Um, but uh, they were all laughing about it. They're like, no way, really? And they're like, they're like, what? Like you all don't even look like. I was like, I know. Like I I thought like I thought maybe they thought it was like Mark, right? I was like, maybe it's a chance they thought it was Mark. But after the two other instances where they all thought it was me, I'm pretty sure it was me. They thought it was Aaron that first time around too when I was with the other Asian caster, right, Mark. Yeah, and because yeah. Mark never got anything after that, right? <laughs> like I was getting hit up like all day, and I was just like, "Dude, what is yeah. going on?" So we just it joked about be, it too. Yeah, it must be the hair, because like both you and Aaron have great hair, and uh, it's actually I don't know, like I don't want to say it's a compliment to get mistaken for Aaron, but I remember sitting at the caster dinner in Indianapolis, mm -hmm. and we were talking about worlds and you know casting or competing it was like mm -hmm. the debate like would you if you know if you qualify would you compete for worlds or would you cast mm -hmm. and and i like i kind of jumped in and and just cut in the middle and i said okay has anyone who's has any caster ever been in that position before uh -huh. where they qualified for worlds but they chose to cast instead and i looked around at everybody and aaron raised his hand yeah so this guy this uh -huh. guy is the real deal, right? He is, so, yeah. He was telling me about because we we got dinner afterward and we chatted. And he lives in um he lives in L.A. Actually, he's going to be here for about two more months uh, before he's going to grad school um, in Stanford. So um so he's like, hey, like we should. I'm in L.A. too. Like we should catch up some. We should meet up sometime. I was like, dude, I'm down. But we chatted too, and he was telling me his whole experience because I didn't. You know how old he is? He's really young, actually. Is he? No way. Yeah, he's 24. You're kidding me. No. And uh, you're born in, you're born in 90. Yeah, because we're, we're the same age. We're born, both born in 91. So we're both 31, right? Yes. Dude, he's 24. But he started like the, the main series game when he was like 10. And he like, uh. he was like, you know, he's like, he made it to Worlds when he was like a kid, right? Um, And he's been the scene for so, I mean, 
He's 24. He's still been in the scene for 14 years, right? So it's still a long time, which is why he's still so well known. But I thought this guy was like older than us or something, right? Or like at Me least too. the same age, right? And because because he because he we were chatting and he was just like he was like oh like. It's like, it's like I was it was me and Mark. He's like, oh, you know, you know how Asian people don't age much. It's like it's like it's like I bet you two are really young or something, or like much older than you look or something. I was like, yeah, probably. And we had him guess our age, and then and then we guessed his age, and we're like all off. I was like, wait, what? Um, I kind of had a general ballpark because he said he graduated undergrad like a year ago or something, or, or like this past year. I was like, what? I was like, wait, wait, yeah. I'm so confused. But Dude, that is unbelievable. Talk I about know. a prodigy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if only I got into that kind of stuff when I was younger. I was too busy just doing nothing productive in my life. But um, <laughs> anyway, fun little tidbit of um, the Milwaukee weekend. But um, hopefully, hope, my, my hope is I don't get mistaken for Aaron at all in Columbus. But I feel like there's a, there's a possibility that will happen at least once. <laughs> Dude, we'll, I, we'll update I'm you all if that happens next week. <laughs> exactly I, i'm going to uh i'm gonna actually going to like find someone in the crowd and give them five bucks and be like yeah walk up to this guy and say what the hell is going on i'm a huge fan you can save your money it's going to happen even if you don't give anyone five bucks <laughs> like, okay okay the signature one that's the one that cracks me up the most because i he actually had me sign his card without even knowing who i was yeah, so. but that's like super embarrassing, right? Because you know, you yeah, approach yeah, this yeah. random person, you can either you know grab your card and run, yeah, them again, or you can be like, <laughs> you know what, you just want to sign it. To me. Yeah, you know, hopefully, maybe I'll make it big enough one day that he could look back on and be like, oh, so that's who Caleb is. But seems unlikely. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe if we dabble in VG a little bit, we, we could make it into the VG scene. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and and we're trying to make this like a long term thing, right? So. Mm -hmm. I'm sure more people will get to know Caleb Ping as the time goes on. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit before we start recording, but um, are you are you getting the the new series, the Pokemon series, the Violet and Scarlet? I think right. Yeah, we did we did discuss that. I think it's good uh, for us to play it uh, mm -hmm. just outside of like. Uh, you know, enjoying the game because every Pokemon game that comes out is so hype and so awesome. I think it's good for us to play it because, you know, we're supposed to be quote unquote professionals now. So we mm -hmm. should probably, uh, you know, explore more avenues because I've been laser focused on Pokemon Go uh, for a few years. Uh, I remember we discussed this as well a little bit, but I remember playing Pokemon Go Blue. That was my first game. And I was still a kid playing on Game Boy Color, and I remember my mom would lock my brother and I out of the house to go force us to help uh, my dad do chores. Like if he was mowing the lawn or cutting the hedges or whatever, <laughs> she would lock us out of the house and like tell us to go outside. I remember sitting under a tree hiding from like my dad and my brother and just playing Pokemon Blue. And then <laughs> <laughs> the last games that I played was Pokemon Crystal. Uh -huh. So putting Pokemon down for a few years and then picking it up with Go, I think it's about time that we explore the new one. Yeah. It's uh is it Violet and Sapphire? Is that correct? Violet and Scarlet, I think. Scarlet, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, which Crystal is like one more generation than I did, which was uh silver wait silver. no did, didn't crystal silver. come out after was that the third like you know like there's like the yellow and like the oh, wait no crystal was wasn't crystal part of its generation two it was just like the third one right it was like the yellow equivalent of it was that it uh that's a good question i do remember that silver had lugia on the cover and now a lot of your uh your early silk season one picks make a lot of sense <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> um i think Oh, I think it was. Right yes, it is. So it was the it was like the improved version of gold and silver. So we actually both stopped. I mean, yeah, silver's like a little bit worse than crystal, but like we both actually stopped at the same 
uh same generation on the main series. You're right. Game. That's actually yeah, we quite a wild, yeah. Before Ruby Sapphire. You're yeah, right. and uh yeah, and Ruby Sapphire was when they introduced abilities in the game. So neither of us really know what that is. So I think this is this is kind of cool because I'm excited because like we're both like like diving into the deep end here together. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's tough to learn something like on your own for the first time because you mm -hmm. feel like you're the only one going through it. But dude, 91, let's go. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna learn the new Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, sure. We're uh we're what? Like about like 20 years too like late behind Aaron, but uh we'll we'll try to catch up. <laughs> um there were there were some weird strategies. They were I was talking to some of the casters. They're saying how one they I think the person that won the uh, grand finals was running a Clefairy on their team. It was like, what? like not Clefable, Clefairy. Yeah. There's like some like weird, like tech you could do with like pre-evolution stuff. And they were running a Clefairy and won it one with the Clefairy. It's crazy. Right. I don't, I, I can't conceptualize how that's even possible, but there's some yeah. way you can make it. It was probably like a level hundred or 99 Clefairy, which is just absurd. But right. um, that's like, that's like winning regionals with a level 50 Pico Libre. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of wild um but uh yeah i don't know anyway so we'll dive into that like uh like you know even like when me and zionic were playing or recording the podcast too like we play other games too and so i think it'd be cool because i'm sure a lot of you uh listeners will definitely dive into it as well so hey who knows man maybe uh me and speedy will try our hands at some vg down the road too <laughs> but yeah i'm down um, that Let's could do be it. cool yeah um anyway we have some events to talk about we got like about seven minutes ish so we gotta blow through this but i think it was a i think the intro was important um uh, we have the pokemon go and tcg crossover which uh you all probably already realized it's been on for a few days but there's like wild like dragonized bonds and snorlax and a bunch of wind pods and stuff uh galissapod is not very good in pp to my knowledge right yeah, unfortunately, it does have access to a lot of moves. Uh, the only officially sanctioned website that we can reference right now is the Pokemon database. Mm -hmm. And if you go there and look at the potential move sets for it, it can learn stuff like Fury Cutter and Rock Slide, and it has a lot of potential. But the current move set that it has is really bad. It reminds me a lot of how Nihiligo had a lot of potential mm -hmm. with its Rock Poison typing, but it just really got uh, got the short stick in terms of the move department. Yeah, and you know, luckily, like you don't even need Excel this because the like you 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 can you can build one for ultra league pretty easily i think it maxes out somewhere around uh like if you have a level 50 i think it maxes somewhere around like 3500 so um mm -hmm. that's good and bad right because it's just not as bulky i think for ultra league it's typing's really good though bug water's got that raccoon typing and the character design is really cool like it looks like something straight off like um like lost in space kind of like i don't know if, i don't know if you've seen that old school movie but um Oh, of course I have, dude. No, oh, a, dude, yeah. 91, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like the, 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 the metal <laughs> robot thing, right? With the, uh, uh, what's his name? It was the guy from uh, Friends. He was dressed up in it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Joey. The, the guy that plays Joey, I think. He was like in that like metal suit that was like fighting the little aliens on the ship or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, robot model B9. Does that sound right? Probably, yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like a, like a alien kind of form of that i don't know yeah it, it kind that's of actually really that, good yeah. yeah i see what you're saying or maybe uh, dude, just I like agree. from aliens like the you know the 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 alien the series with um what's her name yeah ridley scott james yeah, yeah, yeah. cameron it's mm -hmm. uh sigourney weaver yeah sigourney yeah. weaver yeah yeah yeah, yeah. some mm -hmm. mix of that but anyway hopefully it'll be good i mean I, it looks really cool i'd love for it to be like meta because it has it has really cool typing right and it walls off yeah. wall rain so that's always a nice thing to have 
it's um, just like it's a product of the overall meta right because electric rock and flying are mm-hmm. the only three things it's weak to and the, you just don't get a lot of that in yeah. great league mm-hmm. or ultra mm-hmm. so it has a lot of opportunity opportunity to really flourish so if we move into season 12 in a couple months here and we get some new move updates maybe they rethink glissopod i definitely think it's a good thing to gather it now so mm-hmm. that you're ready to tm when those moves come available if they do yeah and pineapple too because it's like 400 candy so fall which is kind of a lot yeah like yeah. Altaria, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hanging out with Necro a little bit, and she got she got enough candy to evolve hers, which was kind of cool. Um, oh, you know, That's a, was it her? It was yeah, either. She, you're was, right. Yeah, yeah, she you're did. Right. She did make one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool to see like the VG casters like post in our personal Discord. So like, yeah. look, I I caught a Berserker, or yeah, 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 yeah. I made a Glissapod. Like, this is kind of cool. Well, it's even it's on top of that. It's really cool when we see the production crew <laughs> like do it. You know, <laughs> like our um. Like one of the producers that makes it, like he he's contracted from the Pokemon company. He organized a lot of stuff, um, and he was like catching stuff. And he's like, because I saw like we're all in the same hotel. I was like, dude, I saw your lure last night. I was like, you 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 catching stuff? stuff? He's like, yeah, I'm trying to get this Mew stuff wherever. I need like 15 ghosts. I figured it'd be good time to lure up at night. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, that's so tough because there's an event going. On. He's like, yeah, I only got like two ghastlies or something. But uh, but it was just cool to see them like get into it too. I think um some of the uh like the video or sound tech people that were setting up the stage um yeah before the day started they were like testing with their accounts right on the phones and you see like a wild drapion spawn right on top and you see this guy like golden razzing it because this was his first drapion i was like he was like, excited stuff i was like oh i was like that's so cool um yeah you know it's, it's all about the nostalgia right like yeah from the first time that we would catch something we would go crazy like mm-hmm. i remember i was driving around a couple of days ago and i ran into a wild dragonite it was yeah. like 2900 cp and i was like what in the 2016 is this you yeah know, like, <laughs> yeah yeah that's why this event's so good because like if you've been playing for a while you see like the the really cool like fun spawns you know from a while ago which is kind of crazy um but yeah wait, what was that picture you just sent me this was uh the the thing from uh it's lost in space lost in space yeah exactly oh right. this might be the new lost in space because they, they did a, like a netflix series on it um there was one that came out back in like the 90s or early 2002 but i haven't yeah, seen the new series right. so but that looks like uh, maybe i should watch it it looks interesting um, no you're right joey from friends yeah i do yeah, remember yeah. now i remember watching that one as a kid mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah. but yeah big event though we have uh community day you want to talk about that a little bit this yeah of course so this Saturday, 11 to 2, Dino Community Day. I mean, a lot of people are already really excited for this. We don't yet have the stats on Brutal Swing, but a lot of people are predicting that it's the same energy cost as Surf, uh, which should make it pretty cool. I think High Dragon, uh, the final evolution High Dragon, it still is going to struggle a bit in Great and Ultra just because it's one of those Pokemon, kind of like Mewtwo, that is such a high ceiling that its floor is just really really low and it doesn't it doesn't pack a lot of stat product mm-hmm. in the low the low cp uh, leagues but um it should be fun um i'm trying to uh catch a lot of those i'm gonna have my go plus running constantly hopefully the microphones don't pick up the <laughs> but that's gonna be dino Com day for us um are you gonna be walking around the arena and catching them during the during your breaks or what yeah so um Probably not. <laughs> I'd probably just be <laughs> in backstage for production stuff, or maybe sit, ch- uh, like sometimes I like during my breaks to like sit with the uh, the spectators as well to kind of see the hype. Um, yeah. that, was, that was a lot of fun too um, when we did that. Um, but luckily, there's like a second part to the event where there's like a bunch of it was a dino raids, right? Um, and you could raid with the community stuff. And I think if you raid a bunch, like there's like more dino spawns, is what I'm understanding. 
Yeah, um, so, and that's from two to yeah, five. Yeah, you're exactly right. right. I'm sorry, Caleb. Oh, sorry. No, that's from two to five, right? Is that correct? Or yeah, no, you're right. So if you raid uh, Zwilus in a gym, then within a 300 meter radius of mm -hmm. that gym, the Dino spawns will be the same rate as GoFest for the next 30 minutes, I believe. And you just need to keep raiding those Zwilus, which is fine, right? Because you get guaranteed XL from the Zwilus. Um, also, make sure to Mega Evolve a Dark type Pokemon or a Dragon type Pokemon to to snag some extra candies as well, because Again, Dino, super rare. I know we've hatched a few of them. Some people have some XLs. But my goal with every community day is to catch so many that I never have to catch a single Dino again. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's, that's so true, too. The, the mega evolution for getting extra candy and extra potential extra XL is kind of nuts, like how good it is. I didn't really fully realize it myself, which is why I haven't been on top of my mega evolutions. But like, mm -hmm. definitely stay on top of it if you can, because like having like at least like one of each typing being able to mega evolve is super nice for like these kind of events. Because uh, even if me and Speed are casting for most of it, like we'll still be able to get a lot of candies so we're just catching with our Go Plus and stuff, or like on breaks. Because like it just with the mega evolution going, it's it's so good. So highly highly recommend if you have not been consistently doing it. To A4. Mm -hmm. I think you, you just only you only need 300 mega candies for that specific Pokemon to evolve for the first time. And after that, it's eventually going to be free to evolve again after like seven days or so or like whatever the cooldown is. Um, yeah. You can always spend more like uh, the mega candies to like evolve it sooner. But you only need a baseline 300. You don't need to like raid a bunch of mega raids afterward. You know, you could just do a few. Um, and some of them are in quest too, which is kind of nice. So... Um, yeah and a lot of this kind of got swept under the rug because there's so many other events coming up and we're mm -hmm. so focused on pvp but the mega system got totally reworked mm -hmm. and like you said it's a one-time thing you just need to raid enough uh, or collect enough energy like even if you spin a gym i've gotten like beedrill mega energy i don't know if you've had that experience mm -hmm. yeah uh, i get like plus five right but it adds up over time yeah well, um, i was confused about that too i don't why i got beedrill is it just random or is it always beedrill because i remember getting beedrill too and i was like i don't even have a beedrill's like a buddy right now or like it's not even mega like why beach oil candy out of nowhere right i was actually kind of confused about that yeah i think that uh so some things that niantic releases are broadcasted right they mm -hmm. tell us it's coming we know it's coming it's an event that we anticipate but other things are kind of like tests or or kind of you know they're exploring to see how people react to it i think that the daily free boxes is a, is the best example of that for better or worse but this mega energy thing is also important because it shows us they can drop extra resources from the gyms and stops that we didn't really anticipate. Like, is there going to be a point where you can get like 50 candy from spinning a new stop on Dino Community Day? Like that could be a thing in the future. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, yeah, I do like sometimes they have like those interesting things. The the one like when they had the daily free boxes with like sometimes they're like loaded with goodies, right? That was <laughs> yeah. kind of cool too, unless you're on the other end where like you were just getting the standard boxes, which I yeah. think a lot of people were for some weird reason. But I think now they might have brought them back, but I am now on the standard box side, so I now understand how their pain from the first time around. Um, Me too. I, I also never had like a super mega box like how some people did. I had like best like a few ultras and like. I don't even know if I got an incubator, maybe a lucky egg, <laughs> but it was nothing. Yeah. It was nothing wild. But anyway, those kind of things are cool though when they try it. Um, <laughs> anyway, we probably don't have too much time for this segment today, so we'll just table for next time, but something to keep in mind. Uh, so a few things we're going to start talking more about uh, for those that are um, 
you know, seeing how things might change a little bit. Uh, both me and Speedius are on factions teams, which is the still team format. So we'll probably talk more about that too. Um, and talk about all the inner workings of that. Cause this is a fun team format and it's cool to follow along. And there's always some fun or I would say fun, but interesting drama. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it's fun if you're not involved in drama, but we'll cover some of that from time to time. Um, we could talk about also like the general individual self uh, format for those that still do it. And, um, and we're going to introduce a new segment. It used to be uh, the hot topic, but we're going to change it to, it's going to be called What's the T? And so we're going to talk about, you know, there's always something going on in the Pokemon Go drama world. And uh, we'll, we'll unpack it and see because, you know, if it's already on everyone's mind, we might as well just talk about it and see, you know, hear our takes or maybe we recap it for those that might have missed out on uh some of the stuff going on because some of them are some of them are pretty big news and uh and that way you won't be lost in like the future memes of the internet or references right so we'll keep you up to date on that um yeah and, and you know some people might even dispute our opinions <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> yeah and, and and anyone is allowed to dispute so um that is uh totally within the rules but um anyway uh yeah so look moving forward um so speedius will be this is not like a one-time like guest co-host thing like he is the co-host so we are we're tag teaming this uh until um until me and him have beef and i just kick him off and go solo i guess um but until that day comes we're we're, we're gonna be together so uh be on the lookout for weekly episodes um, we probably will have them weekly today. This week's is going to be a little bit more unique because this is like our first rundown with each other. Um, and we're both leaving for uh, Columbus early tomorrow morning. So I'm just going to upload this in a few hours from now. So it'll be up uh, around Wednesday or Thursday, depending on what time zone you're in. Um, but we're probably going to aim to release episodes weekly on Tuesdays moving forward. So uh, roughly Tuesdays, depending on what part of the world you're in. Um so yeah, so looking forward to some great content with Speedy, and uh, thank you all for being patient because uh, there's a lot of transition with myself and Zionic, and you know we wish him the best, and you know we might maybe we'll have him on sometime as a guest someday, or or he'll be he'll be back. But um, until then, uh, it'll be the two of us, and yeah, look forward to some content. Uh, thank you all that have been patient and uh, been with the Battle Cats podcast since the very beginning. And we look forward to making some weekly content for you all. Yeah, I'm really excited. Again, I know these are big shoes to fill. I'm not going to try to be psionic. I'm just going to bring whatever I can to, to, the, to the program. And I feel like, again, if anyone has any feedback or any ideas or any suggestions, I'm, I'm always open to feedback. And I'm sure they can just DM Caleb if they want to as well. So uh, we're going to figure it out. It's going to be really fun. I'm really, really excited because I feel like there's so much to talk about and so many cool things that are happening. And just growing the player base, growing the community. That's my number one uh, objective. And I just love to see it happen. So Caleb, again, I'm super honored. I'm really, really excited and I'll give it my all. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I got one last question for you before we close it out. Um, how many times do you think someone will call me Aaron this weekend? <laughs> I, I, I want to hear your guess and we can see, we can loop back next week to see if, if it's how, how close it is. Okay, let me see how many $5 bills I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's true. I guess you could, uh, you could swing the votes. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to get mistaken. I'm going to say it's going to be... This is a big event. This is yeah. bigger than uh, any of the other ones we've done. Yes, we have more. Is. We have like, what, like 50 more players signed up than we had at EUIC? Because there's only around 80, 90, we're, right? We're max, yeah, we're max here at 100 plus. And the, the 
the main series game and the card game is even more than that. They have like fifteen hundred for the card game and like six hundred, oh eight hundred for the main series. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they actually they have three days of competition. We only have two because you know we don't have that many. But yeah, yeah, dude, it's gonna be so insane. Okay, so so based on that many people being there, all the hype, I'm gonna say you're going to get mistaken twice. Twice? Okay. Just twice. Yeah, I'm bank. I'm banking on everyone knowing Caleb Ping. He's the man. They're gonna know it. <laughs> two two mistakes it's never the pogo people that mistake me for sure but um could uh but yeah i'm gonna say i could go like the price is right strategy and go like three right because then anything above three <laughs> i'm closer to but i'm uh -huh. actually gonna go with one and the only reason i say this is because i'll I, i'll be closer to zero too if it happens zero times um <laughs> aaron or cybertron is uh competing this weekend so he won't have a suit on so I'm baking oh. on the fact that maybe people will expect him not. I don't know. That, that, I might be overthinking a little bit. People still might think he's casting or something. They might not know his schedule, right? Yeah. But I'm thinking that he'll be walking around more casually. So maybe, maybe there's a chance that they'll just assume that the guy in the suit is not Cybertron because he's. Why would he be in the suit if he's competing? I could be completely off, and it might just be like five times or whatever, and then you know, then it's gonna take this one. Yeah, it's going to depend on how many people read the news, read the caster announcement, <laughs> yeah, and how many people just show up to NAIC every year because it's the biggest event of the season. Right? Yep, yep, yep. So, all right. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, hope you all have a great one, and we will catch you all next week. See you, everybody.